Welcome into an all-new edition of the Tailgate Podcast. I'm Aaron, joined by Ty. Uh, we're down Duncan this week, uh, dealing with what everybody in this country is dealing with. He has to get tested for COVID, doesn't feel comfortable uh, coming into the establishment. Not better that. safe than Not, sorry, obviously, yeah. the rest of these times. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but, we'll be back soon, though. Yeah, it was a great week for Duncan in picking games, though. Uh, he went 7-1 and one overall in the games that we hadn't uh, known the... Uh, finals too because we still had the two Monday night games right. that hadn't been played last week and uh, he nailed both of those and his only loss in last week's games were was the Raiders yeah. and we all uh, lost that one well yeah we all lost that so the updating standings uh, Duncan is ahead at uh, nine and three and Ty and us Ty and I are right behind him at eight and four it was uh, a rough week for uh, picking matchups yes uh, it just it, there was a lot that happened throughout the well, course but there was also a lot of games that like went differently than a lot of people saw going right in i mean early season you don't have the benefit of you have the benefit of just week one and mm. with there being such a limited preseason and uh it's camp and everything and, yeah. there's not a lot to go off of so if a team came out and didn't look good you think oh maybe they're maybe they're not going to be good and you went against them and i mean the raiders are clearly a team that i mean if you Listen to last week's podcast. We were down on them. They did win their week one game, but it wasn't impressive. It was against the Panthers, I believe, right? Yeah, it was against the Panthers, and the, and the Panthers yeah. really didn't do anything against the Buccaneers this no. week. So it wasn't like it, it wasn't like the team that they played was a dominant team, right? Yeah, I mean the Raiders. I said it in our group chat. Uh, they look like their consistent quarterback play from Derek Carr away from being a, a pretty dang good team, right? And you get games with him sometimes. Yeah. that he is a great, phenomenal quarterback. Yeah. But then he'll just fade in the other game. So we'll yeah. see what happens, like more so down the road, he's, especially tougher against tougher opponents. He's he's had a rough time recovering from that injury from a couple of years ago, and mm. I mean, last night was the best I've seen him look since the what 2016 season when they made the playoffs last. I want to say. Oh yeah, was that the one they had like the super thirteen hot start? and three? Yeah, thirteen and three. Yeah. yeah. Um, but. That's a game, obviously, all of us missed on. I mean, you don't expect Drew Brees and the Saints to lose, but we, we learned a lot about where Drew Brees is at in his career on that, in that game, in my opinion. Yeah. He, he looked rough. Yeah, the, uh, the first thing that came out from, from my mouth in that group chat was age wall. Uh, sometimes yeah. it just you see it, and it happens, and the quarterbacks, they, they can be Hall of Famers beforehand, but the second they hit that wall, it, it's like something clicks, and there's obviously going to still be more games. Mm-hmm. He can probably still prolong and make it through this season because even – Players that have hit that wall, aka Peyton Manning, all that yep. you know, like Brett Favre. It, it comes for guys. everybody, right? Uh, nobody's nobody's exempt from it. And I brought his up the timing stat, looked off. His he's last in the league and completion percentage over expected, yeah. which has been a huge metric the last few years in measuring uh, quarterback play overall. Mm-hmm. But especially, it's it's easy to see the decline right. of the older quarterbacks in that because it basically takes your. Uh, t- t- factors in separation and a bunch of other things to show like where the quarterback should have the, placed the ball, placed the ball, and everything. And uh, Breeze last in the league through two weeks, but it, it showed. Telling. It yeah. showed. He Mike. just kept on overthrowing receivers, kept on underthrowing receivers, and then there were times where he didn't have the Drew Breeze zip from the years yeah. before, and that was one of the things that I yeah. saw where it was like his velocity is way yeah, down. The only thing he looked comfortable doing. And dink and dunk. Yeah, dink and dunk is uh, is literally just short little five round routes, or even just dumping it out to Alvin Kamara. Which look for him to have a year yes. if this continues. Yeah, Michael Thomas. I mean, we're proving more and more these these last few weeks how much Drew Brees needs a productive Michael Thomas to right. look good. Yeah, and 
And you might not him, get that with the ankle sprain coming back. Kamara and uh, uh, receiver that they just picked up from Emmanuel Sanders. Emmanuel Sanders was yeah. a no show in that game. He didn't yeah. have a catch until the fourth quarter. Yeah, Traquan was the number one receiver for as far as yards and targets, and uh, yep. and he was not even close. Yeah, but the, about the Raiders though, man, they came out and like the running game was powerful. Like they they look like they have some pieces. I just I do have to say the one thing that I really liked about this matchup was. Uh, Josh Jacobs versus Alvin Kamara. Mm-hmm. Alvin Kamara Different is so light on his feet, and so he looks like he's just jogging. And slow, and Josh Jacobs looks like a bruiser. Like he's yeah. like he's like I'm going to seek out that contact and I'm going to yeah. hit you in the mouth. And Alvin Kamara is just like you can't catch he's, me. I'm, he's like he's a like well, ballet Jacobs is a guy that early in the game. I mean, he was only getting like three yards of carry, getting yeah. kind of bottled up, but he keeps coming. He keeps laying yeah. that shoulder, and in the fourth quarter, he wore. Or yeah. down and got some pretty nice runs to pad his stats a little bit better than yeah. what they should have looked like. I think my favorite was, uh, I think it was the Alvin Kamara on the outside. And like, or no, it wasn't Alvin Kamara. It was, uh, God, who was it for the Raiders? Demario Davis is just sizing him up and coming in. And you just see him like look at him and then he just steps out of bounds. Mm-hmm. And it was just one of those like, oh, yeah. But like, I mean, Alvin Kamara, there's, I have nothing but great things to say yeah, about. You've, you've been high on him since he got drafted, which yeah. not a lot of people were just because he had never had never started a game in his college career. But yeah. uh, it was just his some, running style and how elusive he is. Yeah, some of the other games from last weekend. Uh, the first game, uh, Bengals Browns, uh, not a terrible, not a terrible game overall. Uh, the Bengals didn't look great for the first three quarters. Had a chance to make it. A little bit closer at the end, but yeah. just don't. And have they the brought talent. they brought it back to a respectable level, yeah. and there's still nothing but, especially just for a rookie, nothing but glowing things to say about. He's in a bad situation. Burrow. Yeah, right. his ball placement's right there. He just doesn't have the protection. Oh yeah, uh, he has he has the weapons that. I mean, AJ Green's not as reliable as he used to be, but overall, his weapons aren't terrible. I would He's, still take the metrics on AJ Green with area, with how big he is and the size that he has, right. because receivers like that is like even if they lose that speed, which looks like AJ Green's mm-hmm. lost, they still have the body control no and they still have the positioning that they're going to be great for the quarterback. And for you sure. can see that it was just a lot of he would try to throw him open, and AJ Green couldn't make that one move, and he was always like one hand away from getting the. From getting the football, yeah, I mean, like I said, I think it's going to be they're going to have to rebuild that offensive line for this team to be productive in oh, the next couple God, of years because yes. uh, he's getting hit a lot in those games. But the ball placement says, I mean, shows a lot to me. Yeah. Uh, we, we had a little bit of a split there. Duncan was the only ones that took the Browns. I think we were just high on how they looked against the Chargers the week right. before, mm-hmm. and that's why we took the Bengals. It seemed like, man, maybe they'll take advantage of a of a little bit worse team. Mm. But obviously they didn't. It was a good game. Uh, the next one was Sunday Night Football. Uh, Patriots Seahawks. What a game! Man, oh man, Cam Newton looks back. Man, he yeah. looks good. One yard and mm-hmm. yes, I didn't, I didn't like the play call. I, I really I, didn't. <laughs> I know Aaron didn't like the play call. Um, I understood why they made the play call because at that point in time, leading into the season, I think they were um, six of seven for or something. I can't remember the the stat where it was like they do they would get in the in the 10 zone or whatever, and then they literally would just do a quarterback run, and Cam Newton has four touchdowns on fit. The so way they like set it up, everybody knew Everybody knew it was coming. Right. They loaded up that side. They knew it was probably going to the left yeah. side. I just and they didn't the way they did the that. I, honestly, I think like a better, just my opinion, the better decision would have been similar to their two point conversion attempt, where they motioned out to the right side and then had. Uh, 
the running back or fullback, I think it was, uh, go into the end zone on the right. wide open, something like that. I I just didn't like going power yeah. try to power cam in again on when you have one yeah. chance. I I saw I saw what it was. I mean, I yeah. saw what it was, and I compl- and I do but, completely agree. It's just it's it's weird because it literally came down. It still came down to that one. Well, Yard. What I love, yeah. <laughs> well, and I love like yard. they've basically gone back since that Super Bowl. They've basically gone back and forth when they've met. The mm-hmm. Patriots won, then the Seahawks won. Patriots won their last meeting, and Seahawks won this one. And I, one of the best things I saw online was someone said that they should play have this these two teams play annually for a yardstick. Just just oh, have yeah. it be a trophy that has a yeah. yardstick on it. It'd That'd be, be incredible. perfect. Because you know the the his, even just the history with Bill Belichick and yeah. Pete Carroll and everything that goes into that Super matchup, Bowl, the Butler. Super Bowl, yeah. yeah, just have him play for that. Uh, the next one, obviously, we've already talked about the Saints and the Raiders. Great game. Can we actually go back to uh, something that I'm really really happy they're actually doing this year? Huh. Seahawks letting Russ do. Oh his yeah, Russ. Work. Russ yeah. is cooking. Yeah. Uh, anyone who is Fantastic. down on Russell Wilson as a passer. Needs to atone for yeah. for what they've has said. has been because, wrong, and we've been preaching that. And people yeah. are like, you just don't know. No, he, just, we, he is dynamic. He, he is one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And if you're not on that rush train, yeah. you're, you're way behind the times. Yeah. Um, Chiefs-Chargers, another great game. Uh, first start for rookie Justin Herbert. Uh, note on Ooh. that, uh, Tyrod Taylor, before the game, was getting an injection into his ribs. Force cracked ribs. And they accidentally punctured his lung. Team doctors uh, punctured his lung. The, this Send him is, to the hospital. This is not the first team doctor that they've had issues with. I would ha- recommend anyone look up the, uh, their previous team doctor, David Chow. Wow. That guy. Like this, <sighs> just because of comments he's made about, Russ's in- or about uh, Tyrod's injury, he's kind of come back into the light. Chargers have a big issue in their team doctor position, and it's continuing with a new guy. Right. And, but, I mean, Ty- Tyrod's going to get paid when it comes to this lawsuit. Cause one, one, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, there's well, the no way he's not. NFLPA has already said that they're working with his agents and the team to figure out what's going to happen. Yeah. And but with, the zero, punctured, yeah, with the punctured lung, they actually are recommending that he not play this week. No, he and won't. For, for a long there, time. There's because no the, way he's yeah. going to play this week. He wants to. He says he's going to. There's but no I, There's way no he's way. Play. They're not going to allow him to play. Yeah. Um, but what came out of that, uh, Justin Herbert looked good mm-hmm. against the Chiefs. Uh, overtime game, Harrison Butker kicked three straight. 50 yards. 53, 58, 58 to win the game. Didn't miss a single one. Obviously, a penalty moved it back from 53 to 58. Took a timeout to ice him. Nailed the last one, too. If you haven't Insane. gone to Facebook and seen the Spongebob meme, well, you want to see me do it again? <laughs> just seen. go do it. That was good. <laughs> uh, but a lot of games like that. I mean, the Cowboys right. won on a game winner. Uh, Great comeback. Yeah. I mean, technically, <laughs> Poor technically the Raiders won on technically a game, like yeah. the game-sealing field goal. Um, but that game overall, I mean, it set – my only concern that came out of that game is Anthony Lynn not thinking that Justin Herbert's their starter going forward, which his first start, he had 311 yards passing. Yeah. Uh, Against one rushing touchdown. Tyrod Taylor in 47 starts has had one 300 yard passing. game. You have to go with the kid. You have to, you have to go with the kid. I understand you a much better chance to win. Yeah. I understand that you want to, you know, you wants to contend. You want to contend. You want, sorry, you're not a contender with Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. And, you might make the playoffs with him like the Bills did, but you're not going to contend with Tyrod. Yeah, and I mean, let the like the kid, even though he's young, just he 
prove that he he still woke up for that game. And yes, yeah. they didn't have any tape on him. They didn't know right. what they were going to do with it when he came to actually be, him being playing. But in the same fact, he looked good. And yes, will he you know look rattled later on throughout the year? Probably. But in the same fact, he's a rookie and he showed out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he looked he looked really good. His ball placement was good. He showed it with the kind of athlete he is. He ran for some yards mm-hmm. in that game. Uh, I wasn't very high on him in the draft process, but he has a lot of weapons. Right. I'm not going to say that like his issues are solved. No, he no, just, no, no, he got game. drafted by a team that has weapons. Yeah. He and, I mean, uh, Keenan Allen, Hunter Henry, uh, just Austin Eckler, Josh Kelly, which was a guy we were high on coming out of college. Uh, Mike Williams. Mike Williams. Yeah. Like, th- the list goes on and on. Um, moving on to the next game, uh, Ravens-Texans. Ravens continue to roll. Texans just don't have the pieces to compete with a team right. like that. Uh, got some garbage time stats late, but... Yeah. Overall, Ravens rolled in that game. Yeah, Bill uh, Ryan's doing great things for Arizona. I mean, I mean, uh, yeah, Texans. Texans. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, but yeah, Ravens look like the best team in football still. I, I think it's between them and the Chiefs right now. Right. On who's looked? I mean, the Chiefs. Chiefs I mean, they struggled with, against yeah, a rookie, they, so I wouldn't say they look like the best team in football. They look. They are the sloppy, Super Bowl champs. But they also, as horrible as it sounds, they looked cocky. They looked like they walked into well, the same, and they're like, you, "We got this." Okay, they won the. Here's the thing. Yeah, I get that, it. Those those things happen, especially you win the Super Bowl, you come out and smack the Texans in your first game, and then you're playing a rookie quarterback, so you're maybe caught off guard. And they spent all week preparing for Tyrod Taylor. Right. It's a completely different quarterback, brings a completely different things to the game. Honestly, I'm not going to say too much about how the Chiefs looked in that game overall, because when it came down to it, they got the job done. Right. And, I mean, they did it on special teams, offense, defense. I mean, Mahomes struggled in the first half, came out and balled out in the second half. Right. So I'm, I'm not worried about that. But overall, uh, going back to the game we were just talking about, the, uh, the Ravens, barring injuries, are going to be a force this year, and we yeah. knew that after the draft. So, I mean, if, if you, even if you just look at a different game plan they had from week one to week two, and even though it was a very similar game plan, let you know Lamar control the tempo and all that mm-hmm. stuff, just look at like the running backs and the wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Who got the distribution? Who got the work? Mm-hmm. The first week, it was all J.K. J.K. Dobbins looked phenomenal. Yeah. This past week, it was majorly Mark Ingram. He got the touchdown. They have the, the benefit yeah. of doing that with three a three-headed monster at running right. back, really. Gus Bus got in there. Like, yeah. it was just, and then Mark Andrews well, is like the most consistent yeah. target of both weeks. Yeah. Uh, but in the same fact, Marquise Brown was week one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lamar Jackson and the running backs were week yep. two. It's it's going to change from week to week. Yep. And the final game we all picked, which we have, not that we knew anything, because Colts looked awful in week one, but they came out and smacked the Vikings this week. Yeah. Uh, Kirk Cousins looked awful. Three interceptions, I think, and in that barely defense, over 100 yards passing. That defense, which not wasn't as very like historic defense but it was always one of the upper echelon defenses especially in the AFC North and people would talk oh, about the Vikings, Vikings yeah I mean one they of the best defensive garbage. coordinators I mean yeah I mean I shouldn't say defensive one of the best defensive head coaches Zimmer has been known for great defenses for years and yeah they looked terrible against Philip Rivers um, and a very good Colts team yeah that Ty has winning the Super Bowl we're going to mention that every week they look great this week <laughs> they're playing against, the Vikings but against the Vikings I'm a believer yeah, that wrapped up uh, the games we picked last week. Uh, as far as things we want to cover this week, we a uh, ton of injuries this week. Seven ACL tears. And now for had, the sad part of our episode. Yeah, two. I think we did say two Achilles tears. Yeah. Uh, big Seven issue. ACLs. A lot of. I mean, a lot of those injuries came out of just the Giants and Forty ers game, which players. Yeah. 
Uh, on paper and box score, the 49ers won the game outright, oh, but they, they lost, lost so, so much. Bad. Yeah, they lose their top pass rusher, their best defensive tackle, their quarterback. Their running uh, back for a couple weeks. Running back, yep. Their quarterback's only for like four to six weeks, but only. Uh, that could You could be out of... Out of contention by then. I mean, yeah. you've lost, you lost the first game. You won the second game. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you yeah. got the Giants and other teams coming up that are winnable, but in the same facts. Is, is this Nick Mullen's chance? Yeah. <laughs> and if it's not, it's time to beat hard, man. CJ, beat it's, hard. It's Bethard. But, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, like, I, but there is already talks of the the team is skip, completely skipping my mind, but the next team that plays at uh, MetLife Stadium are already – very concerned about playing there and want the NFL to go in and inspect the field because apparently a lot of the players really? in that game this past week were complaining about Soft uh, turf no it was that stickiness yes yeah there was apparently a stickiness to the field and they complained about it before the game and sure enough they came out of that game with and not only the 49ers but this I mean the Giants lost Saquon Barkley it's their franchise right there oh man like bye bye my fantasy team yeah it's <laughs> I mean, we've, we've heard issues with this, on. like with stuff like this in the past at uh, FedEx Field in Washington and sometimes with Chicago's field mm-hmm. quality. Uh, but I've never heard anything. Cause I feel we met life stadiums field turf. So having issues with field turf is not very common. common yeah. yeah. Like I, I don't know what goes into that. Need to research it a little bit more. But I mean, I've never seen really anything against field turf well most most complaints have been against uh, actual turf like right. our actual grass fields yeah so that's gonna be something to monitor as the season goes on because uh, apparently they passed seven inspections before the season started or somewhere along those lines um but players I mean, just are, the amount players of injuries that happen playing there yeah just the amount of injuries that happened this past week, I, I feel it does warrant an inspection. And Absolutely. the severity of all the injuries that, yes. injuries that happened. ACL tears. That's, yeah. I mean, it's not as much of a Three career. ACL tears in that one game? Solomon Thomas? Solomon Thomas, Bosa, and Saquon, yeah. yeah. And then MCL from Mostert? I think that's right. Yeah. yeah. Unreal. Oh. Yeah, that's, that's rough. But... Going forward after, the, I mean, that's a little bit rough to talk about. There's a lot of injuries overall in football this year. I mean, I made a list. To, uh, you can do that. It was, I looked at it the other day. <laughs> it was or gross. Yesterday, it was bad. There's uh, a lot of injuries. Yeah, Saquon Barkley, Von Miller, Nick Bosa, Derwin James, uh, Tavon Young, CJ Uzama, Christian McCaffrey, Michael Thomas, Drew Locke, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo, A.J. Brown, Sterling Shepard, Cortland Sutton, Tyrod Taylor, Malik Hooker, Paris Campbell, Jalen Rager just now. It's just Blake Jarwin. Blake Jarwin. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. The uh, Blakeout is officially ended. Yeah, yeah. But Dalton Schultz is coming, man. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the this week's matchups, uh, Duncan uh, phoned in his his picks this week. A lot of good matchups this week, man. It sucks that we have to. We've kind of committed to picking all the primetime games and then picking some because mm-hmm. honestly I don't really want to pick the Dolphins Jags game but it, since it is the Thursday night game we are going to pick that but like there's so many good matchups yeah. I feel like such um, a degenerate gambler having like drafting yeah. lineups on the Dolphins <laughs> Jags it's <laughs> like yeah this is great but uh Dolphins or, uh, Duncan's picking the Jags this week uh Jags have looked pretty good through mm. two games Dolphins haven't really put it together I mean I, I don't think that team's going to start going until maybe when Tua starts playing for right. it. But, 
I think Fitzpatrick, not like necessarily an age thing, but mm-hmm. just also it, it, it's partly age, also partly skill. Is he's just kind of his, his time's done, and he's a short timer anyway. Yeah. And so I just feel like this team's not going to do anything. And I'm, there was a little bit of a resurgence at the mm-hmm. end of the Bills game. I just sure. have to say they they yeah, gave no, the, they, they made it a game. They made it a game. Fun fact: I had to kick a guy. Or I didn't kick him. I shouldn't say I kicked him out of the bar. Uh, you just kicked. Him? I had a really really <laughs> awful Bills fan that was in the bar when I when I first got to work right before the Chiefs game started. So I was t- turning all the, the TVs over to the Chiefs game, not realizing there was someone watching the Bills game. Uh, most people were asking me to change all the channels over to the Chiefs. Uh, but this Bills fan turned around and just, like, freaked out on me. I was like, oh, sorry, sir, I didn't know you were watching the game. Turn it back. And you're in Kansas City, man. Like I get it. Yeah, no. But I turned it back, and then I – if you don't know the setup at Bar West, I, we have a million different boxes. Yeah. So it takes some time to change it all over. And while I was turning them over, apparently I accidentally grabbed that same remote and turned it again <laughs> or accidentally hit something. Because it wasn't even on a, a football channel. It turned to channel one. So I feel like something fell on it. But anyways, oh, yeah. the guy turned around and like yelled at me. And I don't, people don't know me. I'm a pretty calm guy. Uh, that set me off. I was, I was pretty mad. Yeah. And the guy stormed out, but he had already paid a step, so... Fuck him. Uh, but anyways. Beep. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you can bleep that out if you want. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, screw that guy. I'm going to say that it was Grant because fuck him. <laughs> but anyways, uh, back to picking. Uh, who do you got this week for Jags Dolphins? Mm, uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's a rough one because I, I definitely can see Miami getting their first win, but I think it's going to be the Gardner Minshew, LaVisca Strenault show and have a little bit of James Robinson, so I'm going to go Jags. Real Jags. Uh, I, been, I was really high, obviously, on LaVisca coming out. Yeah. He was one of my favorite wide receivers in this draft class that I think was like a hidden gem. Um, and Shark is still not practicing. He's, he's great in open field, man. Yeah. Uh, if, they, if they use him right, right. Like he, he can be a, yeah. a stud. Uh, they just There's a lot of pieces that need to go into place right. there before I trust that, that production is going to happen, mainly quarterback. Right. I like, I like Minshew. Great story. Don't think he's the franchise. Right. I think – I think the Jags are one of those teams that you're going to watch that surprisingly hang with all the teams this year, but always lose. Yeah. I, I think they're, they're going to lose. They're going to lose a lot of games. Right. It's yeah. like one of those things where it's like, oh wow, they shouldn't be hanging in the Titans that much and tied with the Titans, thirty and thirty going into the fourth quarter. Right. But yeah. they're going to lose it at the end. Yeah, I think talent overall is what separates the Jags. I think I do think they do have more talent than the Dolphins, more veteran right. talent than the Dolphins, and I just think that that's a winnable game for them and i i also am going to have the jags in that one i think they split the series but i think it, i think it's the jags in this one split the series they're not in the same division i'm an idiot because they're both in florida oh, and it doesn't yeah. make sense that yeah. miami's in the division they're right. in just like it doesn't make sense dallas is in the east Fair. but yeah i think all three are going to go jags there until the dolphins prove that they can win a game i'm not picking the dolphins in yeah. games um Next game, Packers Saints. So the Saints come off of losing to the Raiders and have Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. I have to go with the Packers there. There's just that's I God. I don't trust the Saints in that game. There's just not enough there's weapons too many, right there's now. There's too many injuries. I mean, I trust Alvin Kamara, uh, but that's uh, that's about it right now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and uh, Drew Brees. I'm I'm not going to be in on Drew Brees until I see. Michael Thomas back, back on the yeah, field. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> I don't see... I mean, yeah, so I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and have to go Packers, too. Yeah. Uh, Chiefs versus Ravens. Duncan's obviously going to go Chiefs. I'm going to go Ravens. Uh, 
I just think the Ravens are rolling right now, and they're due for a win against the Chiefs. They've they've come up short against them. I think each of the last three times they played them yeah. in the Mahomes Jackson era. I think this is a more complete team that they've had, and I think that they get it done this week. Right. I think this is going to be a really, really great game. Um, I just think both quarterbacks are ready, and everyone's wanting that. And hopefully the Chiefs kind of shook off the rust from that they had last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I mean, I think that this is just another story. It's going to be – if the Chiefs want to run it back, they're going to have to take a couple knocks on the chin, and I think it's going to be this week versus the Ravens. Gotcha. And – Cowboys, Seahawks. Cowboys had that incredible comeback last week, emotional high. I don't trust it. I saw a lot of problems still with their defense. Uh, a lot of things went their way at the end there. The it was the, honestly, yeah, linebackers are. Uh, Joe Thomas is their best linebacker right now yeah. by far, and he was supposed to be a reserve, mainly special teams guy. Played his ass off last week. You can't also ignore what Russ is doing this season, and I feel like I no doubt until Russ cools down, yep. I I'm going Russ. Every I, uh, I am also going Seahawks. I am a Cowboys fan, but I don't trust that team yet. Dak's balling out too, third in the yeah. league in passing yards. And Had don't get me wrong, game. I love the weapons but, on Dallas, and I do think Dallas yeah. is going to score more than uh, than people think. I think, I think it's this is be just a lot. another shootout game for the yeah, Seahawks. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I do just – I mean, I really love the way C.D. Lamb's been playing. C.D. Lamb in the slot. Yeah, man, he looks dynamic. And then obviously Zeke is, mm. you know, phenomenal. And so – and Dak's been – playing his ass off so it's just kind of one of those things and it's, they, it sucks they pull it out, the same i could see picks, them winning but, but i don't trust it against a seahawks team that's rolling right now and looks great yeah it's a game script that is, that would go very ugly for the seahawks for them mm-hmm. to win with injuries and or just like just bad gameplay and stuff like that so i, sure. I just don't see it yep uh next one texans versus steelers duncan's going texans Ooh, I'm going steelers. Uh, i actually like the steelers <laughs> i like the steelers too. in this one uh I don't trust the Texans. Through two weeks, I haven't been impressed with anything they've done. Steelers in week one looked really good. Honestly, what week two, who did they even? Steelers played the Broncos. Broncos, yes, that was and right. And yes, yeah. Jeff, Jeff Driscoll did. Make oh, that was week one. Or was that, that was week one. That was Monday Night Football in week one, second game. Who did they play this like this The Steelers? Week? The Steelers played because uh, that's when they lost Drew Locke this week. So it was Steelers this week, and then the first week the, the Steelers played uh, – uh, no, yeah, because the Broncos played the Texans. Titans. Oh, yeah. Who did the Steelers play week one? I can't remember. Giants. Giants, right. They played Giants, Monday then night. the Broncos, and they're 2-0? and Yeah. Yeah, I'm taking Steelers. Yeah, I'm taking the Steelers in this one. Uh, Big Ben uh, does look like he's been playing pretty solid. I mean, he's getting mm-hmm. roughed up a little bit, so it's just a matter of time just, to see what happens. I think that's but it. But I don't think the Texans defense is going to be the one that's going to rough him up. No, I think that's a question. This is uh, a game of, uh, yes, the Texans have the better quarterback, but the other quarterback is more experienced and has way better weapons. Right. Uh, offense and defense. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I'm both going Steelers. Final game, uh, Rams versus Bills. The Bills have looked really good. Josh Ooh. Allen is looking like the best play-action quarterback in the league so far. This uh, is Rams also have looked one. good. Both 2-0. So yeah, this is one of those ones that we game. talked about where are we underestimating the Rams? I'm taking the Rams – just because I did say I, I think that we are underestimating the Rams. Oh man, I think they have Bills. a lot. They have a lot of talent, and it looks like a bounce back uh, year for them. And the, if anyone has the defensive talent to slow down uh, what the Bills want to do, it's Aaron Donald and the Rams yeah. defense, in my opinion. But <laughs> can I go tie? Uh, <laughs> I mean, this is a rough one. I um, mean, yeah, but that I mean, then you lose it, no matter yeah. who wins. Yeah, <laughs> unless um, it's a tie. Crap, man. Um, um, I'm. I, 
I'm gonna go Bills. I'm gonna go Bills. I'm gonna go right. Bills on this one. Uh, right. It was. It was. It's. It's honestly for me, it's a coin flip because I don't want to disrespect what the Rams have been doing. I no. just. I. I feel like with the way Josh Allen's playing is, and he's been extending the pocket and this is kind of just action. a narrative game for me. Right. Like I. I don't do trust the Bills yet. I don't trust Josh Allen yet. I just told Grant that, and he. He even said he goes. Yeah, we'll see how it goes as the season goes on. Right. But he has looked like a much improved passer. Uh, Stephon Diggs looks like. Yeah great in their offense uh and he, they were like to run the ball a lot so right and i mean the thing is when it comes down to it he's more polished this year than he has been ever and he's been working on his accuracy and he's been getting better at it the only thing that's been lacking has kind of been like the accuracy with the deep ball but we never really expected that from josh allen right and most of his gameplay especially like zach moss devin singletary's you know it's like dink and dunk stuff mm-hmm. you know it's um stefan diggs which is a really quick route runner you know mm-hmm. good separation right from the from the get-go and honestly someone not mentioned enough john brown john brown's been Phenomenal running the pride underneath. of Pitt State University yeah. in Pittsburgh, Kansas. Uh, yeah, move on to some uh, college football. We have some fun matchups over the last couple weeks. Uh, a player that Ty and I are both very high on, Derek King, transfer from uh, Houston. You might remember interesting decision by him. Question like a lot of people questioned his uh, heart as a player last year because yeah. after after four weeks, I think Houston was either one in three or zero oh and four. It's hard hard for me to remember, but I they, they weren't very good. Yeah, they they got. I remember they got smacked by Oklahoma in their first game, and, and it was he, brutal. Yeah, and they had a lot of injuries early on, and he decided to redshirt issues. the new redshirt rule. You, you can redshirt after the fourth game and not lose your lose base, your eligibility. Yeah. So, uh, being in his last year of eligibility, he decided to and not having redshirted before, he redshirted and. He did kind of tell the white lie of, no, I just want these players to get back from injury. A lot of people are like, nah, he's transferring. And oh, yeah. sure enough, he transferred to Miami through two games. Uh, Which, I don't, don't get me wrong, but I'm pretty sure, completely off air, I'm pretty sure we actually had a conversation about this last year. Oh, I uh, loved yeah, Derek King. We were, I, I, wanted, I, I thought it would be Oklahoma. Right. Overlooked how good Spencer Rattler was. Not yeah. a good fit. As far as like, I just thought he's in we, the Tyler. Yeah, the second that he Tyler, claimed redshirt, Tyler Murray. Right, the uh, second he claimed redshirt, Aaron was like, he's entering the transfer portal, and I was like, uh, I mean, I can see yep. it, but like, I mean, if his weapons do get back, and I was trying to be mm. real optimistic about it, and then as soon as no. he entered the transfer portal, I got a text from Aaron that was like, told you, it was like, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't that cocky about yeah, it. Like, yeah. it was, it's not something I knew anything about, but it was, it was something that it was, was happening a, sure, a lot yesterday. Mm. Uh, was players deciding to redshirt and then enter the transfer portal which is a, a very smart move oh, yeah. uh, after four games if you don't like the fit get out of there uh but landed in miami miami through two games two and oh uh beat ranked louisville this past week in the first game uh can't remember who they played offhand but he showed more of his running ability they actually have a really really good running back cameron harris harris yeah <sighs> that kid through two games has had some long runs for He's, touchdowns. Yeah, he turns on the juice. Mm-hmm. And if he gets to the secondary, option, he's gone. Their option game is going to be yeah. ridiculous. And that was the, So going into the game, um, I can't remember how many straight games it was that they said to Eric King for when he had... Uh, 16, 16 straight, 16 yeah. straight games rush, with a rushing touchdown and a passing touchdown. Yeah. Yep. Um, and Led the country. Uh, I mean, I even told Aaron, I I threw some fun money on Vegas on him being the Dark Horse for the Heisman because the odds were really great, you he know, was, starting... He was and, someone I was always going to mention. I've yeah. I've watched it watched him at uh, Houston, mm-hmm. uh, even in his loss to Oklahoma last year. He was he was right. pretty impressive. Showed a lot of good talent. Uh, mm-hmm. 
and dynamic always, runner. Yeah. One of those, like I said, Kyler Murray types. Mm. He's a, he was a wide receiver before he was a quarterback. Mm. So he has that breakaway speed, a lot of wiggle. He's a fun player. Do you think he's going to, if he comes out, he's going to try to go for the NFL? Do you think he's going to go wide receiver? Or do you think he's going to go running back or a quarterback? We'll, we'll see how he does it, like, continues to develop as a passer. I was going to say in the second game, he did show his passing ability through for, like, 384 yards, I want to yeah. say. He, he, three he, touchdowns. Three touchdowns last mm-hmm. week through the air, which yeah. could definitely improve his he, standing. But he also, has some zip on his throws, yeah. too. But He's also really quick, and he could be a good possession wide receiver. With, with the way the NFL is going right now, if he continues to show what he is as a passer with how Kyler Murray's had success, especially this year, right. he's a quarterback. But it does leave it open, just like a Terrell Pryor type of guy, mm-hmm. where if you can see early on in his first camp that he's not, not a quarterback, right. he's not going to be um, – barring him – rolling to a Heisman. He's not going to be a first-round pick as a quarterback right. right now. So, And that's a really like long-shot, dark horse yeah, thing. But no, in the same yeah, fact, it's a fun, it's a fun I mean, one to just – But it isn't, doesn't yeah. he have like top six odds for Heisman right now? Or uh, I, think I know he was, he was on your list. Of, like, he was on the list, but I think he was seven or eight down. Okay. Yeah, I think he was like – I think he might have been right around that 10 mark. That, that probably makes more sense. But uh, this week they play Florida State, huge matchup. I'm excited to see that. Uh, James Blackman has been – a uh, quarterback that everybody's been waiting to break out for Florida State for seems like a million years now. Uh, he looks good on. I've, I watched their first game a couple weeks ago. He looked good on some drives. Looked really shaky on some. I believe it was against Georgia Tech, another team that I think can be really fun to watch. He's one of those quarterbacks uh, that the just, whole game doesn't, doesn't tell the story. Yeah, no, be- like, because like they'll they'll piece together a highlight so video. Too. Right, they'll piece together a highlight video, and you'll be like, "Wow, this kid can really like hmm. really ball." But then when you watch the game, they're like. They lost that game. What? And then yeah. like, you actually like dive into it. And you're like, okay, he no, had yeah. one good drive. If, if, like, you, you know? if you just watch like highlights of his highlight plays from the Georgia Tech game, if you just watch the think first think half of Carson star- Wentz, <laughs> you'd think he was, no, but he was even making ridiculous plays in the fourth quarter where I was like, man, like if he could put it all together. And maybe it's just the talent around him. You wouldn't think that would be an issue right. at Florida State, but I mean, they've had their issues since. Uh, uh, Jimbo Fisher has left. Yeah, um, but I, like, I just it could be I, how how can you go through? I think this is his third full year there, and he still looks like freshman Kevin Durant, just skin and bones. Yeah, like yeah, not he can sling it. Yeah. Like he has an arm, but he's not consistent. He gets injured easy. And like how don't you have that kid pack on some muscle? Yeah. He has the frame, mm. but I like Miami in that game just simply because I don't trust. Right. James Blackman, and, and I, I think Derek King's I think he's, baller. Yeah. Let him, let him, let him loose, man. For sure. he's, just, he's been doing great. Yeah, this is the week to finally see these uh, new starters in mm-hmm. in uh, their starting. Like I shouldn't say new starters. I guess Mac Jones started four games last year because yeah. of injury to Tua, but this is going to be his first full year as a starter. He's playing Mizzou. Not that it's a huge game or anything, but just seeing what he can do with the weapons that they right. have because. They are still loaded. Mm-hmm. Uh, Devontae Smith and uh, Jalen Waddell, mm. great receivers down there in Alabama. I'm excited to see Mac Jones' first first year yeah. as a starter. Cause, but uh, another good game, uh, Georgia versus Arkansas. Georgia has two had two uh, transfer quarterbacks, one that a lot of people were really high on playing this year out of uh, Wake Forest, right? Yeah. Uh, and he actually ended up opting out. We thought that he'd be the starter for one year, and then uh, uh, JT Daniels from USC would take over next season 
and kind of be yeah. the guy. Now JT Daniels, as a true sophomore, got yeah. eligibility, and uh, they say it. he could be sharing some time in the first game, but this kid's a stud who it, lost it, his job because of injury. Yeah, it all depends to see – what quarterback shows out, but because mm-hmm. I mean, it, especially like one of the things that George is really great at, and the coaching staff does there is, wait, they are not good at that. It's like what, <laughs> what? Let the, yeah, it's like let the choosing, more talented choosing the quarterback, yeah, choosing yeah. the quarterback. They've been uh, bad we'll at see. that in the past, where they go yeah. between Eason and From and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. that's why it's like it's going to be. It's going to be one of those things to watch because are they going to let the more talented kid play or are they going to force the talented well, kid to we'll see. sit? If and, they do both get playing time, maybe we will see that. Maybe the redshirt freshman kid is the better player. Right. You never know. Like that happened to uh, Tate Martell last year yep. at Miami. Right. Everybody was like, oh, he'll be the starter down there, and a, a true freshman beat him out. Right. And he transferred from, the, or, uh, he transferred from Ohio State. Right, like, huge recruit, but mm. we'll see. Because uh, I mean, JT Daniels' career so far hasn't gone how people thought it would. He, Not at all. He got beat out by another freshman last year, uh, USC. And uh, Spencer Rattler is going to have a second game. Showed out in his first game, had more touchdowns than incompletions. Looks like another great quarterback down there in Oklahoma. He's mm-hmm. playing Kansas State. Kansas State beat them last year. Uh, Kansas State didn't look great in their first game. That's. No. Uh, something we haven't been able to cover. The Big 12 looked awful in their first week overall. I, yeah. I should say top to bottom, they didn't haven't looked good. What about them raging Cajuns? <laughs> they won again this week. Yeah. Uh, they came out of the wire, too. Yeah. yeah. Went, went to overtime. Yeah, went to overtime. Yep. Uh, they were down, I think, 21 to 28 to 14 or something like that. I think. I can't remember. Yeah. Right. Something like that in the fourth and came but, back. Uh, two weeks ago now. Or has yeah. It been two, two weeks ago. since your yeah. bachelor party? I don't know. Uh, but three Big 12 teams lost to non-Power 5 or D1 AA schools, uh, Kansas State, Iowa State, and Kansas. Wasn't there the uh, Iowa State one where, like, they're not ready for us? Wasn't there, was like, a player that released a video or something? No, that was, I think that was Kansas. That might have been Kansas? Okay. No, that was Puka. Against, that was Puka, yeah. Because <laughs> they had played them the year before and lost right. to uh, Coastal oh, Carolina. Oh, yeah, it was, it was. And he said, there's a reason why they're on our schedule again this year. They ain't coming out with a victory here. Yeah. And then they ain't ready for us. They came out with a victory. You're right, Kansas. You're not ready for them. <laughs> well, no, it was actually similar. A player for Coastal Carolina actually, like, he was caught – audio on the field was saying these boys can't play with us after like the first drive and sure enough they came out victorious from that but yeah big and again oklahoma state struggled this past week uh oh man yeah uh had to have a fourth quarter comeback to and on on a team they should have just i mean they should have just run all over talent with the talent they have i mean right chubba hubbard returning quarterback returning stud receiver just didn't put it all together. And I'm, I'm not going to lie. He's, he, even though he's one of my favorite quarter, uh, running backs coming out of this draft, he looked – he did not look good on on Saturday. Right. He was not hitting his holes. He was not crisp. He was not – No, not until not, the fourth yeah. quarter. Right. The, on their touchdown drive, he finally put it together. He got into the end zone. But right. winning 16-7 to seven against a team, you should just – if you're, you you're going to have a Heisman Trophy contender and tout all these big-time players – sorry, Devin – I know you were high and said, we could have three Heisman contenders. You don't have three Heisman contenders on that team. You maybe have one, and that's only if Chubba Hubbard puts Turns together around. a great season. Yeah. Uh, and even then, it's really hard for running backs to get Heisman consideration nowadays. Yeah. Uh, and then the only ranked matchup this week, two teams that, honestly, other than the quarterback for Auburn, don't really know a whole lot about. Auburn and Kentucky, both ranked. Auburn 8, Kentucky 23rd. Uh, Kentucky had a really nice year last year in spite of their quarterback going down and having to start 
uh, Bowden, their yeah. star receiver at quarterback. Like I said, don't know a whole lot about Kentucky this year. I do like what uh, Mark Stoops has done down in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. But overall, Auburn has had a lot of talent for a few years, and Bo Nix, if he's going to make that next step and be the star quarterback they think he is, yes, it, this, he needs yeah, this to, is the game. He needs to destroy Kentucky in this yeah. game because you might not get those victories later in the season when you're about to play Bama and LSU. Yeah. But college football is going to be a lot of fun. We finally figured out that the Big Ten will be back on the 24th of October, uh, eight straight weeks. I don't know how that's going to play out because I was talking to Ty and Duncan. We're averaging uh, five to six teams per week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Postponing or, yeah. Postponed. Uh, this so. last one was Notre Dame. Yes, but Notre Dame and Wake Forest had to uh, no, uh, postpone because Notre Dame had nine players test positive. Yeah. Um, but the Big Ten didn't leave any weeks open for rescheduling, so basically teams are going to be eliminated from Big Ten contention, potentially, uh, based on positive tests, Ooh. which sucks. Because if you're a team like Ohio State, you have a few players go out, you have to post or you have to cancel a game, you're probably out of it. Yeah. Uh, you don't play that game, you don't make it. Yeah. It's just the way it uh, goes. So yeah, they're going to play twenty the. 24th through uh, December 12th of the regular season, and then December 19th is going to be the Big Ten Championship to put them in contention for the playoff. I do like that. I mean, if, if it all pans out, I do like how they are doing the championship week where each every team is playing that championship week. So it'll be like one versus – obviously one side versus two. Oh, wait, that's a thing. I thought it was. I, I thought I, thought I didn't it. see that. Oh, I, I'll that, see if I can – That might very well be a thing. I have I'll, no idea. I'll see if I can confirm that real quick. Um, but, yeah, uh, as far as the Pac-12 goes – from what I've heard, their biggest issue is uh, state. With so many teams from California, the state of California basically has to approve college football being played for them to be able to play as a conference, and that hasn't happened yet. So uh, Pac-12 might be the one conference left out of this. They're running out of time to be able to even do an eight-game schedule because right. you have to be able to practice. Big Ten, everybody thought it would be back uh, the 17th, and just because they wanted a full month, of practice for the players before they get going. They moved it back to the 24th. Um, but, uh, like I said, we're really looking forward to college football. We're huge draft guys, uh, huge college football fans. Uh, Michigan's a team that I think is going to be a team to watch in the Big Ten, actually, this year, along with Iowa, a little underrated. Uh, Ohio State obviously gets all the headlines, and they should be the team that comes out of the Big Ten, but there's – Top to bottom, a lot of good quarterbacks potentially in the Big Ten, including hasn't been confirmed. Talia, I thought it was sorry. Okay, yeah. Talia uh, Tagovailoa is probably yeah. going to be the starter at Maryland. Oh yeah. Uh, so we have Tagovailoa. We have uh, the kid that I was just talking. Wilton. Wilton. Milton. Milton. Joe Milton. Joe Milton. Uh, beat out McCaffrey, who's I was transferring. Milton's for a second, but I was like, wait a second. <laughs> saw that uh, yeah. Dylan McCaffrey ent- entered the transfer portal, mm. so uh, Christian McCaffrey's little brother is going to be on the move. Hey, maybe maybe Harbor got his guy. Um, heard nothing but glowing things yeah. so far. I heard it wasn't even really close, right? From yeah. what I read, like he was running with the ones after just a couple weeks. Yeah, so, so I'm excited that hopefully this is going to be the, kid, the, the turn for it, but. Kid's big. He's uh, 6'5", 235, and he has a cannon for, him, for an arm from what I've heard. So if you guys have some receiver talent, sucks that you guys lost uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones a year right. early. But if you guys have some talent at receiver, you should be able to compete. We do have some depth there, so I'm not yeah. necessarily worried about it. Yeah, and then we have Tommy Stevens coming back, and uh, obviously um, 
Ohio State. God dang it. I'm terrible at blanking out names. Fields? Fields. Justin Fields. <laughs> I'm terrible about blanking out names. You this mean week. the like number two quarterback that we have? <laughs> Arguably number one. He's the number one in Heisman right. uh, consideration. Yeah, and that's back up um, for, by the way, he is number one in Heisman consideration. Yeah, yeah, he should be. Um, but moving on, I uh, also got NBA going on right now. Conference finals been fun to watch. Oh yeah, uh, um, I, I mean watching uh, be- between the series right now. I guess the only thing that I have to say that's like negative about it was there was a lot of questionable foul calls on the LA side in game uh, one, in game one, yeah. and then even some in game two where it was just like okay, they want to make sure LA gets through to the finals. Yeah, so that really sucks. Uh, but LA, in fact, I uh, think for I think context, Denver, yeah. they had thirty-two foul calls in the first half. Yeah, uh, or sorry, they shot thirty-two free throws in the first half of it their just wasn't, game one, yeah. and that's just that's not watchable. Right, and then there was like a couple times where I think it was Jamal Murray. Yeah, Jamal Murray got teed up. Um, when uh, there was like a weird foul, and he just put his hands up like this, and immediately it was yep. just like, and it was like, what? Like there was just that actually was after a moving similar, screen and similar thing happened in the previous series for the Celtics, and yeah. honestly, same referee crew uh, against Toronto. Uh, Tatum threw up his arms, didn't say anything, threw up his arms, got teed up. Yeah. And it's just like, if you're, are you really like yeah. that's something that can be teed up, but. Luckily for us, we get uh, that referee crew tonight. Oh, the Celtics do. Yeah, Tony Brothers and Scott Foster, two guys that shouldn't be refereeing games at all. Um, two guys that I honestly do believe mm. were part of the Tim Donahue scandal. They were still referees at that point. They have a lot of questionable games. You look at certain teams, specific teams' records when those guys – are coach or are, are refereeing their games, uh, mainly the Celtics, the any team Chris Paul's on, and any team James Harden's on, uh, get terrible calls, and that's just it's not fun to watch. It's not, and universally NBA fans would be happy, like would probably not complain about calls overall if those two guys were gone. Those I are the only two referees that you hear mm. consistently. Yeah, because after after watching LA and Denver, I am mm-hmm. fully in the school of thought, especially with Jokic, that they, Denver it, can play with them. Denver can play with them, and they I think it should be two, two, I one. One, two Yeah, that's what I was. Saying. I think they're, they should be up two one, not fighting a, back from two one. They're a Miles Plumley defense, or Mason. just <laughs> no. I think it's, it's Miles. Miles. Oh, it's Miles? Okay. Yeah, I just know it's a Plumley. Yeah. I, I don't know now. Yeah. <laughs> they're all M's, <laughs> yeah. but no, I'm pretty sure it's Miles Plumley. He was the one guarding. Was yeah. supposed to be guarding Anthony Davis. He had a huge. Huge mistake during that game winner. If you go back and watch, he runs himself into a screen that wasn't there. Yeah. He screened himself. Oh, God. Yeah. He was supposed to be on Anthony Davis, and he ran right into two guys who were just not engaged. They knew, hey, I'm not getting the ball. Just stand here. Yeah. And he ran right into them, and Anthony Davis was wide open, called Kobe, and got the – he literally called Called Kobe Kobe and and hit the game winner. And, I mean, that – that moment in the in the series was like, oh, okay, whatever. But in the same fact, the game one, I think, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, I just think. I mean, it was a 12-point game, and, yeah, if you take out those, if you if the foul calls are even, it's probably even closer. Right. Like, yeah. But game three, they, they got their revenge. They beat them yeah. beginning to end. Uh, got a little close at the end, but never in doubt. Uh, and, so, and yeah, 2-1. When, yeah, when Jamal started just <laughs> making those shots, it's Dude. like. It's, he hit two ridiculous threes down the stretch of that yeah. game where you're just like, oh, he might be on the verge of, like, 2014 Steph Curry. Yeah. 
Uh, I think the one was when the shot clock was going down, and he was like all the way back there, and he was just like, and it yeah. just like just went straight in, and it was just like, oh, oh all right. Yep. And that was like right when Elliot was coming back. He was like, oh man, is Elliot going to do this? Mm-hmm. And then just like dagger. Yeah, dagger threes. Uh, and that's the type of player that they're hoping that Jamal Murray, Jamal Murray will be for a long time. Obviously, they have a couple other players that need to develop for them. And they just cons- extended him, did they not? Like two years? He should, yeah. I mean, I he was they- he was Jalen Brown's draft class, so he should be extended already. Yeah, I think they just extended yeah. him, so they're going to have him for a while. And I think, I can't remember how long they have Jokic, but I'm pretty sure they're extending mm, Jokic him. should be right around yeah, the same, so yeah, yeah. Uh, he should be extended as well. I think they need uh, to get another tall, lanky guy to kind of defend the perimeter, um, in my I, opinion, from I, what I'm I seeing. I think they hope that Michael Porter Jr. can be that guy, but so far, I've been impressed with Michael Porter Jr.'s... Uh, Offensive ability, but he is costing them points on the defensive end. Yes, absolutely. What he gives, he takes away. Right. He is literally, he's about an even Mm. on the court. Like he'll he'll give you a little bit. And honestly, if he's not hitting his shots, he's a straight up negative. Yeah. Um, but they they have a lot of depth. They have, I mean, Bull Bull to develop as well. Uh, Denver should be a fun team to watch. I think this is going to be overall a fun series. I hope that they don't get the old gentleman gentleman sweep, but. It could very well happen. Yeah. But on the other side, we have uh, still Boston and uh, Miami. Uh, again, hotly two, contested. 2 1. Boston has led 75% of the minutes of this series, and they're down 2 1. Mm. Yeah. End of games have killed us. Uh, Hayward coming back has helped a lot. One of the most impressive six point games in Celtics history. Mm-hmm. Had to be reminded that uh, one of Bill Russell, actually Bill Russell's final championship game seven of his career, uh, he had a six-point game and the most impressive six-point game in playoff history. <laughs> <laughs> actually cool. famous for pointing to the, up to the rafters. The Laker, it was against the Lakers, and the Lakers had already passed out championship celebration pamphlets and uh, had balloons in the rafters. And pregame, he walked up to Jerry West, and he pointed up, and he goes, those fucking balloons are staying there. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. One I of the best stories. Yeah, I love One of the best players, stories yeah. ever. When I read that in uh, Red and Me, it's a book about him and Red Auerbach, that was just like, oh, my God. Yeah. He was a savage. Yeah. But Celtics need to play better. Uh, right. big, the zone was bothering him in the first two games. Uh, Hayward has helped split up that zone as the honestly primary ball handler when he's on the court. Mm. He's so dynamic, such a good mid range shooter. Which I think Hayward coming back, it's gonna like the next couple games are gonna be very close. Telling. But I but I also do think that Hayward is the thing that's going to set them over the edge. And I it, do, yeah. I hope so. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, we'll Miami scares me. Like oh tough, man. man, at the end Jimmy of games, Buffett's, man. dude. At the end of games, they just like that was. In the previous series, that was Boston's time to take over. Right. Was the last five minutes of the game they locked down, hmm. and honestly, they showed it with their the five man lineup. They take out Tice and put in Hayward yeah. with the starters. Their their net rating is ridiculous. They're an eighty six net rating. So you basically take the offensive rating, and the defensive rating, and take the difference. Their offensive rating with Hayward on the court with the starters with Tice out is like. 163, which means they would score 163 points per 100 possessions, which is ridiculous. That's basically a full game. And then their defensive rating is about an 80, or it would be like a 76 or something like that. So their net rating is an 86, which is nuts. 
Yeah, so they're going to play that lineup a lot. They've already said, like, this lineup is going to be our closing lineup. It's going to be every key moment. We're that shutting lineup's them <laughs> Yeah, down. we're shutting you down, and we're going to play small ball. Yeah. Good luck. But we'll see how it works. Uh, second full game with Hayward back. Maybe Miami makes some adjustments. Yeah. Plays a little bit smaller with it. Uh, that'll be telling tonight. They play at 730. Really looking forward to that game because they take game two. That's, that's or game, game two. Win another game. Two and two. Uh, two and two. Uh, that'd be huge for that series. Um, have time for, yeah, we have about 20 minutes. Yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about the Stanley Cup finals? Um, yeah, so this lo- is looking like uh, I've, I've caught up now. Um, <laughs> so this is really looking like Dallas is the team of destiny here as far as that's concerned. I mean, I think the Lightning just got like one of the last ones, but um, for the most part when they completely manhandled Vegas and when I went back and rewatched every game in that series, I was shocked at the team that I was watching. Dallas, um, Dallas is and, and they're, and, they're and, it, and it leads with the biggest story, which always happens in the NHL, is one goaltender just rising above everyone else and – he, and Dallas is Dallas is the team that's doing it. Yeah. Uh, from there, it's just uh, so it's going to be. I think it's going to be a pretty good series between the Lightning. Uh, Stamkos uh, entered the bubble and got back, and uh, so he's going to be kind of playing the next couple of games. Uh, I think he played the last game as well, so that might tip the scales a little bit for Lightning. Lightning don't want to lose, but in the same fact, I think that it's just Dallas is Dallas is giving them a run for their money. I think the next mm-hmm. game is tonight as well. Yeah, um, it should be. Yeah, yeah so it's one 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 one. And, yeah, the last game was not yesterday, but the day before. Yeah, so, so I'm pretty tonight. sure the, the game's tonight. But uh, yeah. it just I, – I, I like the way Dallas is playing hockey, and it's one of those things where they're, they're, they're skating with the big dogs right now. And, and the games – the first two games have been close, too. Wasn't right. it 3-2 the last game? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, honestly, I don't very, remember the score of game chippy, one. And it was very chippy, and their forecheck has been great. Yeah. Uh, their defense has been fantastic. And then when you, when you have a fantastic defense and you have a goaltender just standing on his head – it's ridiculous mm-hmm. uh, the things that are happening. I I love uh, I, I, I my two favorite playoff sports are basketball and, and NHL. Mm-hmm. Um, I I obviously love football as well, but basketball and NHL and interchangeable. And this is just kind of getting to the part where it's like last year when the Blues were like coming back and doing all that stuff. Like even though I don't necessarily care for the Blues, it was like oh you know it was like it was really great mm-hmm. hockey to watch. Um, yeah. And Dallas is just one of those. It's really great hockey. Yeah, yeah it's just. Great I've seen a lot about hockey. it. Obviously, yeah. like being a Cowboys fan, a lot of the bloggers and stuff that I follow yeah. follow or also cover the yeah. Stars, and like that town is very yeah. into their hockey this year. Yeah. It's it's really cool. I'm I'm kind of torn because I want to see a team like the underdogs uh, that go through the entirety of Dallas and, and pick it up, mm-hmm. but the fact that like before COVID, I had penciled in that. It was going to be the lightning. I kind of want to stick with my original gut. There you go. But I mean, in the same fact, it, it's hard because Dallas has been the hottest team with the bubble and yeah. with, with everything. Well, well, we will definitely find out a lot more about that series tonight. Uh, don't have anything else for you. Baseball's about to wind up or wind down and get to their postseason. We'll, we'll probably have talk more, more about baseball next week. Yeah, we'll with, talk uh, about that playoffs. with Duncan being back and uh, try to see where – where that's at with baseball. We're also going to try to set up another live remote from a brewery. We'll have more information on that maybe next week. Mm. We might be there next week. Who knows? Uh, but uh, thank you for tuning in. Duncan will be back next week, hopefully. Uh, <laughs> hopefully he doesn't have COVID. But uh, yeah. thanks for tuning in. Uh, find us on the uh, Kansas City Podcast Network. Thank you. Thanks.
know that the only way to top the perfect cup of Dunkin' cold brew is with velvety new sweet cold foam from Dunkin'. But how do you top that? With an exclusive offer for DD Perks members. Get a medium chocolate stout cold brew with sweet cold foam, cold brew with sweet cold foam, or cold brew for $3. It's the perfect deal to top off the perfect top to the perfect cup of Dunkin' cold brew. Doesn't that sound great? Not a DD Perks member? Join today via the Duncan app. America runs on Duncan. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Es mejor llegar tarde a casa que nunca volver a llegar. Es mejor llegar tarde al trabajo que nunca volver a trabajar. Y es mejor recoger tarde a tus hijos que nunca volver a recogerlos. Llegar tarde a donde vayas por esperar a que pase el tren es mucho mejor que arriesgar tu vida tratando de ganarle el paso. Por algo existe el dicho. Más vale tarde que nunca. Alto. El tren no para. Mensaje de Nitzel. 